This is a program about going deeper. It's about creating a culture of learning. It's about putting apostolic feet to prophetic hope. It is our mission to purposefully equip the world to transform their region with God's love. We want to create an atmosphere of divine influence to the nations by walking in the power of His Holy Spirit with a faith that shapes the future. Welcome to Eagle Mountain Radio. Hey everybody, welcome to Eagle Mountain Radio. My name is Chris Bank and I'll be hosting uh, this episode today. I'm so excited about what we've got for you guys today. We've got some incredible, incredible guests that are actually coming to us from all over the country. Um, live right now, we're all connected. I just love the technology allows us to do this. It is so awesome uh, to be able to connect with amazing people. One of those amazing people is Bobby Hobby that you guys know and have seen a lot on Eagle Mountain Radio. I'd love Bobby to introduce who we've got with us online. Um, they're just incredible guests. I'd love to get right into it. But before we do, Bobby, can you introduce who we've got with us on the podcast today? Absolutely. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us. We do. Let's start off with Steve Schultz. Steve Schultz is a, a special friend to us. And his Elijah List and Elijah Streams ministry is uh, growing leaps and bounds. We've always loved what his ministry has done over the years, the last couple decades. Uh, but now it seems like the Lord has ratcheted it up for such a time as this. So we are yeah, super on. thankful to have you, Steve Schultz, with us. Mm. Thank you, thank you. That's, that's and also, yeah. absolutely. Also, Tom and Marianne Hardiman, who have been friends uh, since the early 2000s, to Becky and me, have spoken in to our Apostolic Resource Center and what we're doing here in Bend and have just been a father and a mother to many ministries around the world. And they are significant uh, also in Morningstar and what God is doing there, as well as uh, lives like ours here around the world. So a big welcome to you, Tom and Marianne Hardiman. Thank you, Bob. Thank you. Absolutely. And Chris Reed, who is a new friend to us, uh, just is also has moved to Morningstar uh, as really uh, joining the team, but a successor to what Rick has planted over the years. And we have all of us who, if you heard of Morningstar, but been super blessed by everything that has come out of there from the worship to the teachings to uh, just the team. That's phenomenal there. And Rick, uh, has uh, really uh, heard from the Lord in bringing Chris there, and Chris has heard from the Lord in saying yes. So, Chris, thanks so much not only for being on this uh, podcast live, but just for hearing the call to be part of the Morningstar family. Amen. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm glad to be with you all today. Yeah, awesome. So, uh, if you're watching this live, then uh, you might not realize this, but the the people that are on this podcast today are all going to be part of this conference that's coming up called the Greater Conference, which is coming right up. So we'll talk about that later. Uh, if you're watching this five years from now or whatever, um, then you need to go check out that conference because I'm sure it was amazing, even though it hasn't happened yet when we're recording this. But uh, we wanted to actually get together everybody um, that's going to be speaking at this conference and talk about some of the topics that were going to be happening at that conference. The conference is called Greater. And, you know, in the pre-show, we were kind of chatting and kind of talking through about um, what this means. And there's a few things that we'd like to just dig into as a group. 
Um, and I think this is the perfect group to, to do this. Um, so when we talk about greater, um, we're talking about walking in greater faith, um, in greater authority, um, and in greater realms of the Spirit. So I'd love to just start off um, and just kind of open the floor to any of you guys. When we think about greater and kind of stepping into greater with the context of everything that's happening right now in the world, which is a lot, um, what's the first thing that comes to mind when we talk about stepping into these greater things that the Lord has for us? Just open the floor. Whoever, j go ahead and jump in. Tell me what your thoughts are on that. Well, I'll just say that, you know, the first thing that comes to me when it's, when it's greater miracles, greater greater phenomenal, greater supernatural, so what is, the, what is the most that people think of, I would say, raising the dead? When we think of greater works, well, Jesus raised the dead, so the only way that the works are greater is that we would raise more dead from right. further deadness. <laughs> you know, further deadness. You went, I, then I'll just, so really most people know Kat Kerr on this. She said God took her to a place and showed her that one day there will be people raised from the dead who are sitting in ashes at the, on an earth, in an urn at a memorial service. So the greater works has to at least involve raising the dead and raising them in a more profound way. So wow. that plus, 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 you know. That's definitely greater. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Wow. Well, um, there's, there's something that um, recently, actually it was the first Sunday of August, uh, when we uh, were reassembling after what we call Morning Star Sabbatical. We don't have church in, in, the, in the month of July. And this was Chris Reed's first official service as, as part of our team. And as we're preparing to go to church uh, that morning, uh, I, I was busily involved in a lot of the details, and I didn't really expect to hear from the Lord, but I'm getting to the part on greater. Um, and so as, I, as I'm getting ready to leave, I see very clearly uh, the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria, and from the crow's nest... Uh, these scouts that are looking for land are declaring land ho. And so I was also able in this brief uh, understanding to, un to capture what was going on on the ship just a couple days prior to this event happening. And if you read any of uh, Columbus's journal, there was all kinds of unrest. There was even talk of mutiny. And I likened that to the condition of the church. There's been a lot of unrest, a lot of despair, a lot of hopelessness in a lot of quarters. But when these guys are going to proclaim land ho, listen to this, everything is going to change. Everything. There was a whole new world that was going to open. And I... I'm convinced that we have new worlds that are going to be opening to the Christ bearers. And it was no coincidence in my mind that here we are in the first official service that we're having. Chris, who's the heir apparent to Rick, is joining our team. His name, obviously, Chris Reed, all of this represents not just a new beginning, but something that's way beyond what we anticipate. Wow. And so 
before talking about greater, what I believe God has on the agenda that he's trying to communicate to us is something much greater than we ever thought of is coming. I'll jump right in. Wow. If I may, it's, I think we have not even seen what God is going to do yet. I, we've just had little drips and drabs of uh, amazing supernatural things, but the greater works, I'd agree with you, Steve, yes, raising the really dead, raising those um, and seeing much more of it, but also... Um, I believe in more spiritual encounters, not only for the believers, but God yeah. appearing out of the blue to the unsaved, having yeah. them have incredible encounters, and then the greater works would be greater revivals. I heard yeah. somebody say that um, it would roll in all of the revivals all together wow. of all past years and have it culminate in this time, and we'll have billions of people that wow. would come to know the Lord. And so greater, yeah. I has not seen, nor has he heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man, all of the things that God has prepared for yeah. those who know him. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so I had uh, here, you know, this is kind of right in the midst of the fall feast days, you know, which obviously as New Testament believers, we're not bound to keep in any way like the Old Testament Um people of God were, but I still believe that they're high times in the spirit. Mm. And uh, last Tuesday night, I had a dream as we were coming up upon atonement. Um, and I shared this um, at Morningstar at our School of the Prophets this past weekend. And then I ministered at IHOP Saturday and Sunday and shared it as well. But in this dream, I was driving a tractor trailer. Okay. Uh, and I was on a highway. I saw the sign along the road that said, Higher Way 35. And of course, you know, Isaiah 35 talks about the highway of holiness. None can walk up there but the pure in heart. So I was on this Higher Way 35, driving this tractor trailer, semi, and on the side of the trailer in the back, it said Psalm 18 Wheeler. Oh, really? <laughs> and, um, and so, anyways, I... I'm driving this tractor trailer, which I never have done in this dream, and I pull off, as, as tractor trailers often do, into the weigh stations where they weigh them, you know, and at the on the scales. Well, right. in, when I pull off in this weigh station, I'm told by the weigh station manager that I was carrying things up to that point that I was no longer assigned to carry, and I was carrying too much load, too much weight, and for me to get back on the higher way safely, to proceed safely for myself and for everyone else, wow. I had to unload things that I was no longer assigned to carry and figure out what I needed to keep and what I needed to let go of. Wow. Well, what was interesting, you know, uh, carrying this load, uh, I, I then began to get out in the back and, and start to look around and see what you know, I can take off, maybe something that my employer had designated me to carry before, but now, you know, I, I never got a release from it or whatever. And so for me to get to my destination where I was headed and to get back on there safely, I was carrying too much load. Well, this chariot pulls up in this dream uh, next to me and it's a four-seat chariot. And the driver of the chariot 
I could sort of tell that he was sort of hinting, you know, about, you know, if I was going to stay driving the tractor trailer or if I was going to get in the chariot. Well, anyways, he says to me these words. He says, you can't fly the skies successfully until you learn how to successfully ride the higher way safely. Wow. And so, you know, then I woke up from that and I just instantly knew that this was a time of evaluation to lighten our load, figure out what we're supposed to carry so we can get to our destination. We don't harm ourselves or anybody else. But ultimately, if we can ride the highway of holiness, Isaiah 35, the higher way, if we can do it successfully, yeah. that we're going to get off the ground and actually, you know, begin to get in the Lord's chariot and fly the skies and go higher. And when you read Psalm 18, it actually speaks of the Lord riding upon the cherub or in the chariot. And, uh, of course, you know the pun, Psalm 18, Wheeler, and and uh, Higher Way 35. And the Lord does have a divine pun, I call it, a divine sense of humor. But I really feel like that, that this is going to go higher. And yeah. this is just a time where everybody is doing some serious evaluation. But that's not a negative thing. That's a good thing. Right. So that we can get to where we're going safely and not be so right. burdened. Right. So ultimately, we can fly the skies and go into heights never before explored. Wow. Yeah. Wow. wow. So, yeah. so, Chris, I love the way you're bringing that up because um, so as soon as I just think this is human nature, right? As soon as you say things like greater, then immediately most people say, oh, I love that. So I need to do more. I need to take more. I need to do more. I need to get up earlier. And I need to greater means I need more. And what I hear you saying is, is greater is definitely the right word, but doesn't necessarily mean take on more burden. We have to have things. Um, they need to be from a kingdom perspective. If we're going to go greater, or in this mm. case, in your, in your, in your dream, higher it is equating with greater. I think that is such okay. a powerful, that's super powerful. Is that, is that a fair way to kind of, yeah, you, I, I, I think learning to rest in the Lord. Now that doesn't mean we become inactive, right? Uh, it just means that we know His plan. We look into the blueprint of heaven. We only speak what He's speaking. We only do what He's doing. That's a son's inheritance. Jesus said it yeah. in John fifteen, I believe. He said, "The Father shows the Son everything." Maybe it's John five, um, and and shows Him all things and whatever the father does the son does and so i think that's the call to all of us right now and we act in presumption when we take on burdens or try to yeah. do what the lord's not doing or try to say what the lord's not saying yeah we can just completely align ourselves in this hour with what god is saying and only speaking that right. finding out what god is doing and only partnering with that then all of heaven backs us up we don't have to try to do right. things on our own strength and uh, we can get on further down the road and higher in the sky at the same time. Yeah, wow. I know for me, like, there's a lot of times in my life where I was lighter, even though I was accomplishing a lot. So I think it's, uh, what I hear you saying is, is it's much more about being in alignment with what the Father is asking. But sometimes in our humanness, we, like, think greater means taking on more. So... Um, I'd love to, Steve, I'd love to hear from you with regards to what Chris is saying and with greater and, you know, with, with um, Elijah's dreams and, and what you're doing. You're talking to a lot of people and you have your own prophetic insight as well. 
and there's just so much happening right now. There's so much. It's just, I mean, we could have 40 hours of discussion just about everything that's happening just on this group, right? But as you're seeing things and you're talking to people, how do you see all that's happening with transition and stuff? How is that tying into this call that we're talking about to go to a greater place and to kind of witness greater? Well, if, I can, if I can mention this in the term of, of how this worked, because it's only greater if, if the how, how God does it is greater than anything we've seen before. And with us, we had a very fancy studio. We spent... We spent and invested probably close to $50,000. Now, that's small compared to many people's studios. For us, that was huge. Right. And people would not watch, not watch, not watch, but it sure was a nice studio. And, you know, you get 1,000 viewers or 100 viewers or, or whatever, and and we were, people were flying in, and they had to pay their own money. And then COVID hit, which was not a God thing, of course, but we, we were forced to go to home, back to my home. I'm sitting here in the spot that I came home at, and at the dining room table, we have, I've now been, uh, literally since November 3, but, but uh, weeks before November 3, the election, I've been sitting at this table doing live broadcasts, which I said I never wanted to do. I was not interested, and I certainly didn't want to do daily broadcasts. <laughs> And uh, one thing led to another. I stumbled into one solution after another. I stumbled into one idea after another. These were not my brilliant ideas. And before we knew it, we are having, here's the word greater, we were having a greater ministry than anything we had done in the 23 years prior to that. Wow. Elijah List wow. Uh, was done 24 years ago. And suddenly... And, and Elijah's Dreams was always kind of an also-ran, a little bit Johnny-come-lately. We got some donations, and we did some things. But only when I came home and sat in this spot with my family pictures behind me, without planning it, without any strategies of my own, and, right. then, and I started doing And then when the guests came, God picked the guests for us one at a time. And then they became regular guests. And now this, in the last, whatever it's been now, nine months... Well, 10 or 11, if you add, go back to November, uh, yeah. we have now superseded anything we have done in the Elijah list in 24 years. Wow. So that that's a greater that's thing. And it was not pre-planned. It wasn't a load that I can't. I didn't walk in saying, watch what I, this is my brilliant idea. It was everything but that. It, it wasn't me. It literally wasn't me. So, yeah. Wow. That's, that's such a great, tie-in to um that that you know god's ways aren't man's ways right like you wouldn't have figured out what to your you map out your plan for greaterness you wouldn't have mapped it out the way Daddy, no. mapped it out for you so bobby i'd love to hear from you as as a pastor and as um someone that runs an apostolic resource center as you're kind of watching this transition happen as well and everything that's happening <clears throat> as someone that's leading an apostolic resource center what do you see um, tying in, kind of like what Steve and Chris were talking about, what do you see tying in with um, this call to step into greater, you know, this greater call? Yeah, greater um, as it means to connecting with the angelic. Greater as uh, it means that the church needs help beyond what we can do naturally. 
Yeah. And so I'm expecting greater, not only signs and wonders, but greater inter interaction with the angelic realm. Also, nations being saved in one day. I'm focusing on Pakistan right now. And wow. I feel like there's something on Pakistan. I feel like what's really happening, even with the Taliban in Afghanistan, is just like the poster boy of what's really going on in Pakistan. And so I'm, I'm expecting, like, Lord, nations to be saved in one day. You said you would do it. And that Isaiah 35, there's something on that where we strengthen the hands of the feeble. And it says, uh, further down, it says, so if we say to them, do not fear. Your God is with you and he will come with a vengeance then. That's after we release the prophetic word and we say, do not fear. God is with you and he will come with a recompense. And he's not coming just to defeat our enemies. He's coming to destroy them. I've been seeing the Lord stand up mightily to literally annihilate our enemies. We know we don't wow. wrestle against flesh and blood, but there is a war in the heavenlies. We all see it. It's super real. And there, yeah. is, there is angelic help and the Lord Almighty in this season. Wow. You know, what, what I want to add to what Bobby just said is with the Columbus word, I saw tribes, nations that we had not even known of opening up to the Christophers of the world. To those that are the Christ bearers, that's where nations are going to open up and changes in languages and peoples that we have never thought that we would have an impact on. We're going to be impacting them. Wow. Man, that's incredible. Yeah, and that kind of, that's a perfect segue. I wanted to, to ask you guys, um, you know, Tom and Marianne, I, I know you guys do a ton of things, uh, oversee a lot at Morningstar, but one of the things is the um, the fellowship of ministries, all the, of the of the related um, ministries that are <clears throat> connected with Morningstar. So as we talk about this same topic, right, this same idea of stepping into greater, what are you seeing across the, all of these ministries that you guys minister to and work with? Uh, I would say at the start that really there is a greater hunger. There's mm. a, a greater desire for people to not only encounter the Lord, but to know him in a greater way. Wow. I mean, eyes are being opened. Uh, so hearts good. are being softened. Uh, we're, we're, we've heard of people where God has just appeared to them um, in the Muslim nations. And he's the man in white. Yeah. And um, no, but so those wow. are for unbelievers. But for believers, wow. I think what God is doing is rekindling the fires. These fires that may have grown, you know, over time when they've not seen the signs and the wonders, but yet they've remained steadfast at their post. And yeah. they have just persevered. But yet I believe what God is doing now is is um, really rekindling that flame so that it's going to be this raging fire that will not be quenched. There's just so much hunger that we're seeing in various churches all over the world. We, we minister in uh, Europe and we're seeing that our members there, they are so desirous of supernatural encounters, but they're actually having them as well too. Wow. And so um, it's exciting. We, you know, in Isaiah 60, it says that deep darkness will cover the, the, the earth, but yet his glory will shine upon us as believers. And what is happening is the light is getting brighter. It truly is. Even though that dichotomy is where it's dark 
but yet God is shining on his people. I, I want to agree with Marianne real quickly. I know we're kind of crunched on time yeah. here, but um, we have seen a very high level of hunger just in the last number of months that we have not seen in a, in a very long period of time. And I'm going to close by saying this. I got the, I, I'm an Olympian, and I got the invitation to the, uh, to, to the Olympic trials in 1971. I do believe that it was that was one of the most exciting aspects of my mm -hmm. life. I do believe in a similar fashion, God is giving invitations to the people of God to be involved in spectacular events where wow. some of the best people from all over the world are going to be being assembled and we're going to watch something really significant that is uh, not not un that's going to be very unusual for our mm -hmm. lifetime. Wow. So we're getting the invitations right now. Wow. That's amazing. Um, yeah. That's amazing. And I, I'd love to get practical for a second. So I, I know there's people that are going to be listening to this, and, and what is being said is going to resonate with them. They're hearing it, and they're saying, yeah, I, I am feeling it. I'm feeling the, the tension and the anxiety, you know, even in a good way, right? And I feel like I, I need to do something. I need to take action. I hear what you're saying about greater. I'm ready for greater. I want to step into greater. Um, but what would you guys say to that person that's feeling that, but they're not sure like what that actually means for them in their life on Monday morning when they get up? What is the practical uh, manifestation of this calling, this greater calling with everything that's happening right now? What does that look like for the average person? Just anybody's th thoughts on that? Let me just throw this in real quick, uh, and you need to know that this is coming from a guy who does not like to fast, and I fasted a couple of times in my life. But, you know, I'm tired of listening from people that love to fast, and they tell us we should fast. Well, they love it, so that's nothing to them. I do not love it. In 1986, I fasted. My wife t reminds me that we did it in the early 2000s. I don't even remember it. I probably hated it so much. And the Lord yesterday put it on my heart to begin to do a liquid fast, maybe seven days, I don't really know, and I'm in day two. And what, what happens is when you're in this period and you're doing this fast, your brain begins to get sharper, your spirit and soul begin to get sharper, yeah. and you begin to hear the Lord like you've never had. And when people realize the benefit, even myself, I'm going, so what took me so long? You know what took me so long? The desire to do what it took to, to get to touch God. So wow. on a practical level, Chris, you said well, on a practical level, yeah. I would say this. Ask God if he'll let you fast or He'll if he'll bless you fasting. And then prepare to hear the Lord on a new level, and then that'll answer all the other questions. I like that. That's awesome. Yeah. Other thoughts on, on a practical level? Yeah. Uh, implementation of, of of feeling the angst, right? The unction, the call. Um, what are you guys feeling? Well, I'll tell you this. It's what I was going to minister on at this conference. Next practical steps that we need to take in order to see what God wants to do come to pass. So I'm going to leave it for the conference. <laughs> awesome. So, something, that. That I, something that I would add... Um, you know, I came from a Pentecostal background, and so I had some incredible teachers that taught me how to pray, you know, quoting the book of James, the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. 
And I do think that without a doubt, there's a place for that kind of praying where we're engaging our mouth and, and our voice and, and touching God. But I'll tell you something that the Lord has been teaching me lately, and it's and I think the principle for it is in Psalm uh, 27 and 4 that talks about one thing have I desired of the Lord. One thing have I've asked, and and it's that I would dwell in His house, I would inquire of Him in His house, that I would behold His beauty. And and I I think that something that the Lord has taught me is just the idea of, okay, I I spend some time articulating my, my praise, my prayers, my requests, and then there's just this period where I sit quietly and wait before Him and meditate. Mm-hmm. On the Lord, and I'll tell you, I, I'm not. A, I'm in in the least bit in the last month doing that, and just you know believing that my spirit is is connecting with God, being caught up in the realm of the spirit. I have had an incredible time. It's just like it's it's just you know while you sit quietly, it's that whole rest thing again yeah you know you're caught up before the lord you spend time in his presence and it's like when you're in the glory you bring back glory with you and there is a a life and energy a vitality that comes from doing that getting in the presence of the lord getting caught up with the lord in the spirit and you don't necessarily i know the experience looks different for everybody else right but just doing that i've come out feeling such an energy and, and a new kind of dimension in God. And I think that uh, we're going to start seeing more and more of that. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Well, Bobby uh, or Marianne, you guys haven't had a chance to weigh in on this practical application. Any thoughts you guys have? Yeah, yeah I would just go ahead, Marianne. Oh, okay. Um, you know, really practical would be spend 10 minutes. Don't, if you've <laughs> ever really tried to go after God, just spend 10 minutes. Don't try to do an hour, but limit it to 10 minutes and just be quiet and ask God, what does he have for you today? What is he trying to tell you today? And those 10 minutes might go longer, but this is what I know Rick has said this for years. And he said, you know, just keep it to 10 minutes because then you're going to want to go back for more. It's going to start creating a hunger in you. So really practical is limited to 10 minutes. Do it. Get up a little early just to spend time with him. And that's how I think you can start. But it's going to create a hunger, so you better get ready because you're going to want to spend much more time than 10 minutes eventually. That's so good. That's so good. Bobby, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I was feeling to say hunger. If you don't have hunger, check yourself and just say, am I walking in the awe, wonder, and fascination yeah. For the man Christ Jesus that I want to. Yeah, is yeah. that alive? And if it's not, then be honest and ask the Holy Spirit who gives that all wonder and fascination. God, awaken me. And then yeah. the other thing, too, that's super practical right now is you can feel it. Ecclesiastes 3 says there's a time for war and a time for peace. And this yeah. is that season where if you've been operating in the fear of man and uh, relationships are, are tanking because you can't say what's really on your heart, uh, ask the Lord to deliver you from the fear of man. As Proverbs says, it proves to be a snare. And in this season, 
you can't have the fear of man at all with where we're going. Yeah. So those are some yeah. very practical things. Check yourself, <laughs> check your heart, and let let there be a, a line, a, let there be a boldness. That Acts chapter four, after the upper room, after the tongues, after the gifts, there's got to be a boldness to release what you've been given, and that's yeah. the place where they wow. they were praying was shaken, and that was the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. That's where I think we're coming into now is boldness, free from the fear of man and all wonder and fascination yeah yeah i guess yeah what was that go ahead chris real quickly yeah one of the things that i was pointing to uh to share at the conference is there's a whole list of things that either jesus said or is said in the epistle that is said in the epistles that are letters to people and in the time in which we live and what you can call out of those lists are practical steps that the, that the Lord has given or was given by the Apostle Paul or any writers in the New Testament list of things that we can do in this hour that will yeah. sharpen our ability to hear and, and actually prepare us for the times that we're living in. And I was yeah. going to share on that. Wow. Yeah, this contains. Um, wow. Very excited about that. <laughs> yeah, if I was going to answer the question myself, I, I would say that a lot of times we get caught in the trap of wanting to know exactly what the step is we're supposed to take and we just get paralysis through analysis or whatever that term is we we try too hard to make sure we're not going to make a mistake and so my advice and it's a little bit how i'm wired so it might be a little bit biased but my advice is you need to just step out and take action if you feel the holy spirit is prompting you to take action then you probably need to take action and you need to go ahead and do that you want to do it in a posture of discernment and listening to the lord but don't wait until you get 63 confirmations from you know 15 different people before taking action i think a lot of times we wait too much and we'd say too many times how we need to pray about it some more and pray about it some more and i feel like we need to just step forward i don't know if that's advice for everyone but i definitely know there's some people that need to hear that they're feeling it god's asking them to move and they need to just actually start moving and then be willing to change course as the holy spirit guides um and to be flexible and make adjustments. So um, I think all of the stuff that we're talking about is leading up perfectly to this event. And I did want to transition for, you know, three, four minutes and, and talk about this event that's coming up. So if you're watching this live um, broadcast, um, then there's an event you can register in the description. There's a link um, for that. You definitely want to do it. Chris uh, Reed is going to be there. Steve Schultz is going to be there. Bobby is going to be speaking there. Um, Tom and Marion Hardman are going to be there speaking as well. And we might have one or two others. We're not, we're not sure. But what I can say is that this particular conference, what we're going after is super, super important for this time in history. And if you're watching this podcast five years from now, the recording of this event is still going to be relevant. I feel that very strongly that what's being spoken at this thing that's coming up is going to be relevant um, for a while. It's going to be important for people um, to move into. So you're going to want to check that out about this event. And then I'm going to warn you guys, uh, I'd love to hear just a couple thoughts from each one of you on why you feel it's important that this event's important you've agreed to speak at it you're excited about it what do you feel that people need to attend so be thinking about that and then i just want to mention to you guys um that are watching this or listening to it these events are not uh, just an event with a camera in the back 
Um, if you can attend in person, it's going to be in Bend, Oregon, um, October 8th and 9th. You just want to register and come here. That'd be amazing. But there's 7 billion people plus, 7 billion plus people in the world can't all come to Bend, Oregon. This is going to be a fully interactive digital experience available to everyone all over the world. We don't just put a camera in the back. It's designed from the ground up to be to take the online attendee and put them right next to the in-person attendee so everyone has an amazing interactive experience. It's very unique how we do it, and I, I don't think you'll be disappointed. We do this not to be flashy. We do all this because we, we want to remove all of the barriers to you hearing what God is saying through these incredible speakers. So click the registration links. We'd love to see you there. If you have any questions, you can email our team. You can find that link to contact us. If you have questions, right on the registration page. So I just really strongly encourage you guys to register for this event greater October 8th and 9th, um, 2021. Again, if you're watching this later, go back and you can mm. still purchase the replay all right so i want to wrap up but before we do i'd love to hear from each one of you guys you know just briefly for a minute can you just share your thoughts to the people that are hearing this or watching this why it might be important for them to attend this event let me just say that jesus said the works i do you will do and greater works you will do because i go to the father he went to the Father about 2,000 and some years ago, and the church is still trying to get to that instruction. That's why you need to come. That's why you need to sign up or That's watch good, online. It's because so it's about time we started doing the greater works because he went to the Father. That's it's about time. Yeah, yeah, I love it. That's so good, Steve. <laughs> yeah, I would just say that, I mean, there, without a doubt, there is a feeling in the atmosphere that... Mm -hmm. Things are kind of coming to a climax in the spirit. You can just feel an escalation. You know, what's going on in the world? You, you know, it just seems like, you know, what was major headlines once every two or three months is now every two or three days. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when, when Romans 8 talks about the whole creation groans waiting for the manifestation of, of the sons and daughters of God, it makes me think about how that, you know, when a, when a woman, like if a woman goes into delivery who, you know, is expecting a child and she goes in to give birth, a lot of times early in that process there's false labor or the contractions are very far apart. Well, I feel like right now the contractions are getting a lot closer together and a lot wow. more consistent. Yeah. And, I mean, you all you have to do is re read the newspaper, watch the news, to see that well what the the what you're seeing in the world uh the world media there is a parallel kingdom the kingdom of god the kingdom of light in opposition to the kingdom of darkness and the path of the righteous is getting brighter day by day and if it's not a reality to you come to this conference register below and i'm telling you i really believe you're going to get fresh insight and direction on how to move forward in this time Wow. See what God's going to do in this hour. Come on. I, I believe we're living in uh, moments that are going to define our future. We're making decisions right now that will set the course for the rest of our lives, or at least for the next couple decades. We need the wisdom of God. Yeah. We need the courage of God. When people come together at events like this, 
I feel like real direction is being given to the people of God. And we don't want to miss an opportunity to help God steer us in the right direction. Uh, this, is, this is a time for some people to make course corrections or for the direction that you're going in to be reinforced by the Lord. And I think at this conference, we're going to be talking about defining moments and what we can do to get to the place where God wants us to be. Wow. Amen. Come on. Come on. And you, you really don't want to miss this conference. I believe that the church, well, the church has never walked in the fullness that God has intended for it. Right. Uh, there was a friend of ours who said, you know, what Adam lost in the garden, one, some generation is going to get it back. It might as well be us. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I would love to see the church be walking in those greater works. That's what Jesus said. His word does not return void, yeah. but it goes forth and accomplishes that which it was sent out to do and succeeds in the matter in which it was sent. And not only that, I did say Isaiah 60, but it does say that when his glory will appear on us, that nations will come to his, our light, wow. rather our light, and kings to the brightness of his coming. And so we haven't seen that yet. We want to start moving in that direction. I believe yeah. we are moving in that direction. But God, as, as a, an amazing uh, chess player, if I may say that, he is really setting the stage for everything to come to pass. And we are in the greatest days that the church will ever walk in. Come on. We're, we're approaching those days, I should That's say. so good. Yeah. That's so good. Bobby, your thoughts. One other thing. Yeah. And this is totally, uh, uh, it's my opinion, but when I have been reading a, the scripture out of Revelation chapter 11, it says this, and there was given unto me a reed like unto a rod. And I know that this involves some subjectivity on my part, but I do believe God is releasing Chris Reed to the body of Christ at large, and God is going to be using his voice, along with others, but God's going to be using his voice to set the proper measurement for what he wants to do in the future. And I believe events that he's going to be at in, the, in this time to come, we're going to be getting a standard of measurement that God is releasing from heaven for the time in which we live in. Good. Wow. Good. That's incredible. That's exciting, Bobby. Um, I'd love to. I'd love to hear from you real quick, and then actually, um, why don't you also just? Uh, I, I'm feeling like I'd like you to pray over the people that are watching this, that are that are listening to this message, and it's resonating with them, and also maybe considering registering for this event. But uh, event aside, that are that are hearing this message to kind of step into this greater time. Um, I'd love for you to pray for them. And, and then we'll just end on that. Um, so I'll say my other little bit right now. Whatever channel you're watching this on, make sure that you're subscribed to that channel. If you're watching on Eliza List or, or whatever, make sure you're subscribed to that channel. That's important. And also, if someone's coming to your mind right now that you think might benefit from hearing this particular podcast, just right now, click share and share it directly to that person. Because uh, they might not find it. They won't find it unless you do that. So that's your part to to get that out there and share it. So, Bobby, if you we're out of time. So if you could just let us know your thoughts on, on practical reasons why people might want to attend this event. And then go ahead and just pray over those people that are listening to this podcast. And we'll just go ahead and end after that. That'd be awesome. 
Yeah, there's going to be a significant impartation. How are you? Right now, you feel Holy Spirit just tugging at your heart and saying, man, this is what I want to do right now is what God's doing to be mobilized. I don't want to just sit. I don't want to be an armchair quarterback. I don't want to watch other people who are getting empowered and new assignments by the Holy Ghost. I want to be right in the middle of it with a company of people who feel that push to run like Elijah. And this is that season for you. You can feel it. And whether you can make it in person or online, you know that there's an impartation. You can feel what the Holy Spirit's saying through these speakers. That's why we're so excited about it. So my encouragement to you is don't watch. Don't get caught watching in this time. Roll up your sleeves. Get in the middle. But mostly get the fresh anointing that the Holy Spirit is pouring out right now because it's supernatural. And so my prayer for you is that so, yeah, let me just pray. Father, thank you in advance for all that you're doing, all you're doing in us and through us. God, all that you're doing through us that are rising up around the globe right now. Thank you for the Elijah-less prophets, God. Thank you for what you're doing through Morningstar, through Eagle Mountain Apostolic Resource Center, and that we get to come together for such a time as this right now, God. Thank you so much for the technology to bring this type of event uh, to people around the globe and that we get to be a family together. Thank you for times of impartation, but Lord, thank you that most of all, our target audience is you. You stand up in the midst and you declare your word and we will hear the trumpet blast in this season, significant days in history, October 8th and 9th. So we bless you in advance in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Awesome. All right. We'll we'll see you guys at the conference then. All right. God bless.